welcome to the Free Midfield Podcast, the podcast where three friends who had their dreams of being professional footballs dashed away as children, one at birth was confined to a wheelchair, and the other two discovered food, have their say on the Premier League. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Episode two of the Free Midfield Podcast. Surprising? Not really. Not to us, anyway, but maybe to you, because we might be shit. Anyway. Hey, hey, hey. You mean hey? 13 that, views. That, 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 that intro doesn't have to I'm a coach, so, you know. 13 views. Oh. 13 views. 13, yeah, okay, 13, <laughs> 13 views. It possibly may, may, go, may go up. Um, this week's going to be different. It's going to be an in-depth analysis of the teams that are in the Premier League. Um, what they need to do in order to stay up. So for some of them, what they need to do in, to, in order to win the Premier League, um, qualify for the top four, etc., etc. You get the drift. Who they may uh, bring in, who they've let out, all that, all that lovely jazz. First of all, we're going to uh, going to give some praise to uh, the England football team. And women's football team finished uh, lost in the semi final this week. Uh, definitely inspired the nation. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Girls across the country will be yeah. up watching them. That that for me is probably the best thing about it all. Yeah. Is that you got people who may not like been that interested in the sport, really sort of like emerged, like it was a really immersive experience for them, and that was fantastic. Yeah, exactly. No, no, uh, no excuses now when it comes to funding. It's been uh, extremely poor. Yeah. Not just in terms of the funding in comparison to the men's game, but in, in terms of uh, different nations um, when it comes to women's football in general. Also, um, for the next women's major tournament, let's let's play them on actual grass. Like exactly, yeah, that, yeah, of course. That that needs to be done. Um, can I give a quick shout out to uh, Rayo Bayakano who um, yep, that their away kit with um, multiple colours, not the, only with representing the, with the rainbow stripe, yeah, not only, uh, representing homophobia, but um, the yeah, fight against the fight against it. Sorry, but um, also each colour represents either disability or race or whatever. So and they will turn all and they will turn words and their alternative kit. Uh, is pink. It's, it's uh, against the fight for uh, breast cancer. So yeah, that's really so good. Yeah. Shout out to them, great club. Yeah. Um, what club should do time like that? Yeah, so I mean, like, it's a little. It's team. nice to hear when football clubs are taking human problems and really doing their bit to sort of. The world is changing. Make it better. slowly, but we're trying to get there. Trying to get there. Alright, let's do this. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that's that's all that stuff out of the way. What we're going to do now is uh, talk to you in, in an in-depth discussion about the uh, three teams that were promoted and the two teams that finished in 17th and 16th of the Premier League. Discuss what they need to do, who they who they need to sign, and uh, the style of play they need to enforce in order to stay up in the Premier League. First of all, we're going to start with uh, three promoted teams. We'll go with Norwich first. Uh, beat Middlesbrough in the uh, playoff final. Finished third, 46 86 points from 88 goals for, 48 against, 40 overall goal difference. Guys, how do you think their uh, their season went? Uh, they got promoted. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> uh, you know, they they they. I thought they were going to get automatically promoted, but obviously that didn't happen. Obviously, Bournemouth had a great season. That's his Watford. But um, no, they were expect- they were expected to go up at some point. One um, thing so I'd like to say about Norwich as well, though, is a fantastic gamble on a young manager. And, um, Commend them for doing that, and a lot more teams need to do that. Yeah, I think it was a great game, yeah. especially the thing is, people always say, Oh, you know, he's from the Scottish League, so he's not going to be. No, that, that doesn't tell me whether you're good or not, it's just how you perform. Yeah, he's come and to he's the championship and he's done well. Premier League's a different beast, but you know, he's a young manager, good ideas, yeah. good philosophy. So, I mean, money spent, so hopefully, he brings in the right players. They've got a good squad already, I think, actually. So, add a bit more to that, maybe bolster the squad instead of lose more players. and you know, see where they can go. I think with Norwich, they've got a lot of good wingers. I think that's the mainstay with um, most of the promoted teams going up. They've got quite a good core of pace um, with Redmond and the, the Murphy brothers. Um, yeah. But um, I think Norwich's issue is going to be goals. Cameron Jerome has proven that he isn't really Premier League quality. So maybe they need to get somebody who'll get them about 15. I think, I think they've I've, I've always rated uh, Gary Hooper not as great. I think he's a decent striker. Um, he can get goals, but it, I mean, it depends on the players around him. They've got um, obviously Brandon Johnson, Johnny House in the midfield. So um, maybe they're good players, but I think they still need one more creative force in their team. Um, Let's talk about creativity. Nathan Redmond, 12 assists. Wes Hulahan, 10. Gary Hooper, 6. I was about to mention Wes Hulahan. Okay, no, 
okay, fair enough. I, uh, I jumped the gun. Oh, no, no, that's not... That's not I'm going to let you finish. You don't have all the answers, Michael. You don't have all the answers. I do have all the answers. We're all Kanye West fans. Yes, of course. And definitely their goal scorers benefit from their assist tally. Cameron Jones, 18, and Championship Bradley Johns, 15. Lewis Graben, 12. Gary Hooper, 12 as well. And Johnny Housen on 8. They were the top five in that Norwich team. Gary Hooper was injured for some of the season. Most of the start of the season as well, so that's not a bad return. So when you talk about Premier League, will, will these players adapt to the quality and the pace of the Premier League, or played, will they have to buy? They've played in the Premier League before, so they know what. It's they also like, they played in the Premier League, yeah, so they've the Premier League as well. But yeah, exactly. So no, they've got they've got a good core. I think when they got relegated, I think their mistakes were more to do with defensive errors. It wasn't. They, it was not a game where I saw a goal they conceded well for, which is a very good goal at the time. You know, they conceded some. Awful goals. So I think they need to box the defense a bit. Um, Plus, Luis Suarez seemed to have like a vendetta against him. Oh, yeah, well, he's not there anymore, thankfully, for, for them. So, you know, but um, no, um, Michael Turner, good. I like Russell Martin a little bit as well. But um, uh, Steven Whittaker, he's alright, I think. Um, I'm not in, I'm not um, impressed by Ignacio Mikel. But, um, it, they, they need to boss. I think they should bring in one or two. Defense is definitely where they need to. Yeah, bring I in one or two. John Ruddy's a good goalkeeper, so keep him in as number one. I think that in comparison to the other teams that got promoted, I believe that they've got a weaker back line. Um, so I feel that they need to maybe enforce that and do a little bit more to strengthen their back line. Yeah, I agree with that. And uh, that's creativity. And if you know what, um, a striker. I am not, I don't think this weapon is probably quick. I don't think Cameron Jones will be quick. So they definitely need a striker, and I'd say probably a set back. Well, the, the money talk- going around in the Premier League, that should be. We're talking about strikers, we're talking about defenders, that's what they need to buy in. Um, transfers so far for Norwich Anthony Adreu from Hamilton Ac- Academic. Academical, I believe he's a, a defender in the Scottish Premier League. Graham Dorans from West Brom, adding oh, that Premier League quality nice. into. Uh, it's great force as well. Into nice, nice. the team. Rumours for um, players that they're bringing in. Rudy Gestead, 20 goals in the Championship last year from Blackburn. That they made an inquiry, um, and to show up in, on the defensive midfield side, Malumbu uh, may be going to Norwich on a free transfer at the end of any of his contract. I believe that's that that is a fantastic signing if exciting. they do if they manage to get that. I almost don't understand why um, West Brom released Jens Malumbu, but let that let them deal with that. That's that's pubis. Yeah, pubis. I trust him. So he wants to do that. But if Norwich do get him. That's a very good steadying force, and it will help the team defend from the front, which put, would put a little bit less pressure on their defensive unit. Yeah, let's talk about we're talking about in, let's just talk about outs. Um, they've got, got released a whole bunch of uh, Premier League experienced players. They've got rid of uh, Luciano Becky, who played for West Brom, or was unknown at West Brom for a while. Carlos Cuella, Aston Villa, Villa uh, Javier Garrido, Manchester City. That's three, I wouldn't say great players, but they're decent. Premier League experience you know, players, is, know, is that going to be a hindrance to, uh, to You know, I think they don't worry too much about it because um, they've still got Basong yeah. and um, Martin Olsen, Bennett. And I actually forgot that Ricky Van Walsall has come back. Ricky Van Walsall had an awful season at um, he did. the league at the start. He, he did, he did, but um, he's still a good striker, yeah. in my opinion. I don't think you just become bad every day. Awful. Yeah. So, you know. It was weird with him though, wasn't he? He scored on his debut and after that one. He just didn't he score just, again. Yeah. just a drought. Yeah. 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 I, I, I don't know what it is. It's Did that come down to the manager? It's, it's, just, it's confidence slash... Tact- I don't know. It's a bit of everything, really. It, 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 just, it, doesn't, it doesn't happen for some people. Some people. Going, um, going. Had, Forland had an awful time when he made that. He went to Colombia. He scored 35 goals and became yeah. top European Falcao will probably score 15. So, yeah. you know, let's not know. talk about those guys. Let's talk about the manager. Uh, Neil Adams came in after Alex Neil left due to... Wrong way round. Wrong way round. Axe Neil's manager now, mate. Is it? Yeah. What kind of host is this? I'm alright. <laughs> I don't know. I just read it wrong. Damn. That's my notes. My yeah. apologies. Alex Neil came in after Neil Adams left due to, I believe it was, uh, pre-existing heart conditions or something like that. Wow. Yeah. In his, uh, so, health, health uh, came in the way of uh, Neil, Ad- Neil Adams. Sort of like Joe Kinnear over Wimbledon days. Exactly. Yeah, same thing. Um, who else? John Hoover. John yeah. There's a lot of that going on in the, in the Premier League. It's a high-stress environment. Yeah. Um, got them promoted. Juice. Uh, is he the man to keep them in the Premier League? Yeah. yeah. I am. I, I, like, I think he should be given a chance. I don't know yeah. if he's going to keep them in the Premier League. I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't be sure if I should say that just yet. 
But no, he's a good manager, so give him a chance. I mean, they're not going to sack him because he's come and when he came, they weren't doing particularly well. But they were still right around the... gave him the push that he needed exactly, to, the form, to cross and the line. Obviously, now he's been promoted. So, you know, it wasn't a case of new manager syndrome when he first comes in. He gets a few good results and he goes pear shakes again. He came in, actually got them to the playoffs and won the playoffs. So, give him a chance and hopefully he does well for them. If he doesn't... I think knows. with this current crop of um, promoted teams, relegation probably isn't the worst thing that's going to happen to him. Norwich, I'm sure being a yo-yo club. Um, will they have to em- employ different tactics in order to say they've definitely used their wing, their wingers to the benefit of uh, their strikers this year? Will they have to change their philosophy? No, in they order need to, to do the exact same thing. They need like because that's where their best players are. And if you're gonna do well in the Premier League, you need to get the best out of your better players. I I would hate for them to come and play a defensive because yeah. they don't play defensive football. Yeah. They play attacking football, yeah. and that you play defensive style with Redmond and Josh McCray. I mean, if it's if they adapt a style where they play counter attack, it could work because obviously they've got a lot of pace. But just stick to your philosophy. Play, play is, how you play. That's thing is with counter attack, with counter attack, you need a uh, strong defense. And uh, I'll defense be, is not that uh, their defense, barring Basson and possibly Olsen, I don't feel has enough Premier League class to it. Class. Basson has been in relegated teams as well. He was in that relegated mm. Newcastle United well, team. He started, uh, so the jury's out at him as well. He started a good Tottenham team as well. I mean, I don't, we'll, see, we'll see what happens to him. I, I, I wouldn't, I, I'm not going to go out and see if they're going to get stay up or get relegated yet because I'm not sure until the window ends. No, well, one, yeah. one thing, one thing is for sure. I think Alex Neil should keep, and I think regardless what happens this season, unless a complete disaster, he'll probably keep his job because of how well he's done at the start. He will. He, he may indeed. But uh, let's go. Let's just just jump to uh, Watford, who uh, the manager who got them promoted, uh, s- confusingly lost his job. If you if you didn't read up on the uh, whole situation, apparently, uh, Slavisa Jovanovic, you can't. You can't. Okay, can't pronounce his name. The former Watford the former manager. Watford manager. He, yeah, he asked for a two hundred percent wage hike when uh, during the no- negotiations for his new for a new contract. You can't say the money's not there. Can't say the money's not there, but Watford clearly were unwilling to pay. So now they've bought in Kike Flores. Nice. Uh, nice. It's a very good, very good signing for them. Atletico, um, guided Atletico to Europa League in 2010. What will he bring to this Watford side? Bit of, he's, a, he's a manager that likes his um, flair players, he likes attacking football. Obviously, you've seen that he's really made um, Vidra permanent and he's brought in Marco Motta from um, Juventus, which is a good signing as well, in my opinion. So. I'm 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 looking at I'm looking forward to seeing them play their football. They played nice football last season. Trey Dini scored a lot of goals as well. All their strikers scored an absolute shed loads of goals. Yeah. One thing Watford do is create a lot of chances. They'll be fun to watch this year. Yeah. Oh my favorite my favorite goalkeeper as well is um still there, Fernando Gomez. So <laughs> you know, can't wait to see him do a um more comedy performances he's in the Premier League. Smashing. Comedy. He's, he's like the gay apart um times two, isn't he? He's better than Gay. He's better than Neuer, but let's, yeah, let's, he plays for Watford, so you know he never gets the, the highlights. Let's let's not talk about how crappy he is a goal. That's my <laughs> that's my boy. You know, I love Rudiger. We're <laughs> talking about goals. Troy Dean with twenty one, Odia Nigalo on twenty, Matej Vidra sixteen, Almin Abdi on nine. Troy Dean with uh, the most no second take that second most no third most assist with ten, Igalo on with twenty with twenty no. I'm getting my stats wrong. I really should have uh, formatted my word document properly. Um, Ikechi Anya with seven, and yeah, that's the assi- assists. My apologies for that, for that poor. Yeah, You're a bit of a mare today, man. I am. <laughs> Shut up. Um, he hasn't eaten chicken yet, so you know. There you go. Energy. Just reach your stats, man. <laughs> <laughs> yep, so they finished second, uh, automatic promotion, 8 on 89 points. We were talking about um, the goals they scored, 91 in total, we conceded 50. Is that going to be a problem? Yeah, they conceded, they conceded 50. Their, their defence is a bit... There's a lot of goals to concede. Their defence is a bit light. Um, I'm only, actually only um, impressed by Miguel Lau. I think I got that. I hope I got that right. And Gabriel, I can't, I can't say his last name. Angelina or something like that. Is that what you're talking Angelina, about? Angelina. Oh, there Angela. Yeah. Angela. He's good. Um, but Matthew Connolly and... Uh, 
Tommy Haben and Tommy Ray. Haben is, is, is very young to be fair to him. He's young. So he won't He's young. I'll give him I'll give him that. Um Lloyd Doyley. They, they they need to add good defenders. Maybe not to do with his Premier League experience, but because they sign a lot of players from abroad. But yeah, um, no, just good defenders. These are, defenders are all right. I mean, you've got you've got some young defenders that going to improve obviously, but it's the Premier League. It's a different beast. It's going to be hitting. They said that you said they need to sign defenders. Sebastian Prodi from Wonder Bremen has been signed for signing uh, for Norwich. Good of course. Um, highlighted that uh, Marco Motto from Juventus and Matej Vidro has a come on a free I believe it is, it, it is of his contract run out with Udinese they've signed they, they've signed a one defensive mid All they, they've currently been linked with uh, Diego Prorotti from Genoa for a rumoured uh, 7 million fee that's a club record creativity yeah. creativity definitely is it creativity they need no they don't they, they've scored an absolutely ridiculously high amount of goals last year and I do believe that um, Troy Deeney could get at least 10 at least I reckon he'd score more than Danny scored for Burnley last year he would at least get 10 he's a very good striker um, they, they create a shed load of goals their problem is defending so what they need to do is focus on showing, on the, showing up their back line and with their partnership with the Udinese owners there's got to be some good untapped potential in terms of defenders in Italy it's the home of fantastic defence. I agree, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all agree. That's good. Um, something we also all agree on is the form that Bournemouth showed during their... Uh, their during, uh, during, the, during the last not, season. Not down to that full sort of instead of taking this one. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm host. <laughs> I, I know, I know, but yeah, I, I, saw, I, I looked to my side yeah. and I see a smile. He will eventually take over after I set him, set him up nicely. Okay, you got your head. Okay. <laughs> Bournemouth with, uh, with 90 points, scored 98 goals, conceded 45. Eddie Howe, no, no doubt, has done a fantastic job, especially with how unexpected their uh, their form was this season this, this year, so especially for, for such a small club. Yeah. As t- go, go to the goal scorers, Callum Wilson on 20, Jan Kermagat, Kermagat wow. on 15, Matt Ritchie 15, Brett Pittman 13, Kenway Jones, who's on loan from Cardiff through, um, halfway through the season, scored 12. Um, Raining goals. Yeah. I don't understand. I'm sorry. I'll say. I'll say it to you. But I don't understand why Cardiff was struggling, and they let him, he was their top goal scorer. He let <laughs> them go. They let him go on loan to a team that's about to get promoted. Yeah. To score more goals. <laughs> goals that probably could. I'm sorry, but where's the common sense? There is no common sense. Well, well, this podcast is about Cardiff. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, know, I just have to put it out there because you know. I, 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 I remember the day I heard out. I heard it, and I was like, um, anyway. Continue, I'm oh, sorry, I'm oh, sorry. Matt Ritchie, 17 assists. Jan Kermaget, 11, and Callum Wilson, 7. They're not a team that are afraid to express themselves no. and, go and, and score many, many goals. Yeah, and they've added a lot of attacking pace to their team. They've got Chris Fiumatsu on loan, who... But yeah, potentially may, may uh, well, from what we've lost, they, clo- they were closing in on a Chris Fiumatsu on a for potential loan deal. Oh, that, that's, been, that's been done now. That's been done. That's been done now. Chris yeah. Jackson is now going to be playing for Bournemouth. Yeah. So there's a lot of... He's got a point to prove because he didn't really get a look in at Everton, but um, he's got a lot of potential. He can beat a man. He's he's a bit like how Len was when he was first hitting the scene. Could beat a man. Very excited. Had a lot of pace, but his final ball was lacking. Maybe if he can sort of fine-tune that, they've got a hell of a signing on their hands. They've also signed... Um, Joshua King as well from, from Blackburn. We'll, we'll talk about sentences. Um, Arthur Baruch, he ran out of contract with yeah, Southampton. Sylvan Distan also ran out of contract. Adam Federici for free. Joshua King from Blackburn Rovers. And uh, Tyrone Mings from, from Ipswich Town for 8 million plus. Brett Pimpman went the other way. Yeah. They're not playing around, are they? No, they're not. The thing is, though, with. Um, with Bournemouth is they have a they've given themselves really good selection issues in their set back pairing. You've got um, some of this down who is a mainstay in the Premier League from Manchester City to Everton, who's always been a solid performer and is going to be a great experience for that team. And you've got great young defenders like Stephen Cook, but you've got their captain Tommy Elphick as well, who's who's very important to that team. And you've got a pace to burn in that um that Bournemouth team from Tyrone Mings, Callum Wilson, Atsu, Joshua King, 
got Matt Rich who's able to pull out something from nowhere. He's a very good player. You've got Harry Artem as well. A, you can pick out a pass. There, I think out of the three teams that have gone up, this team probably is the best equipped to survive. Uh, be very, very, very interesting into how they set up though, because they you, they can play the two up front with Jan Kermagan and Kevin Wilson, but I'm not sure if they're better suited to play um, both of them, or if they should just play Kevin Wilson up top with um, Atten Richie on either side of them or the wings. Talk about those two strikers. <laughs> definite passion, definite love for the home side. I, like their story is is. Just, it's nice. To it's, it's a great it's a really story. nice story to hear. A player has definitely taken probably as much interest in Bournemouth as Darren clearly has. Doubtful. Seems to be okay. Maybe, well, you say that, but uh, Dimitar Berbatov. Oh my God! He's I love that man. A, with, a, with a return to Premier League with Bournemouth after Monaco. He's wait, 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 wait. When did this happen? Seriously? I've seen on. Yeah, I've seen it. Wow. Okay. The one, the, as much as I love Dimitar Berbatov, I don't think he should go there. Why I is that? I believe that. Players like Berbatov are luxury players. And make no bones about it. Bournemouth are going to be fighting for survival. Berbatov isn't the type of player you want when you're fighting survival. If you're comfortably in the table going upwards, you can afford to have your Berbatovs. Yeah, but, but look with, at with, with, with the team they have and the, the, what they're constantly adding to it, why won't they be able to you're, you're to make quality, it in the He's quality. He's going to add quality to the squad, I think. You take him. Berbatov really has Premier League experience. If you're looking at his performance at Fulham, the team that was struggling, um, fighting relegation. Yes, that's Fulham. Yeah, I don't think that would be too bad at Fulham, to be fair. I'm you not do. talking about. I'm talking about his work ethic more than anything. Well, he's, that's, he's, he's, had, work, yeah, he's had that all clubs. Though. That's 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 him. That's just how he that's how he operates. I, I he him, at Monaco he played a, a more deeper role. If he's had to move, I see him doing that more of an attacking midfield sort of midfield second role, which I think is nice he's got creativity in his game as well. He could, he's, he's a magical footballer. He would even start as well. He, that's the thing. That's, why why would you get rid of Callum Wilson? Especially in, in that sort of form. He might never start. That's yeah. true. He's not a bad player to have on the bench. No, no he's not. Do you not think they need to improve? Just I think they need to improve that left back. I don't think they're half. No, that's why they bought Tyron Mings. Tyron Mings. Tyron Mings. I think they've got... I think he's tried Daniels at right back. As well. I think the... We're searching it. I think the issue there is. Uh, he's, he's listed as a midfielder, I think. But, is he? Even? But, yeah, yeah, I don't know. You could pick right back. Who knows? I don't know much about Simon, the Simon Francis is their uh, right back. I, I don't. Think. I think that might be their weak spot. I think their right back might be their weak spot. Because Elphick, El Cook, and some of the team will just stand. Between the no. three of them, can make a really you're good. Right, you're right. He played right back last year. So, yeah. John okay. Dan, John Dan played right back. So right. Um, I think right back is probably where they need to, to strap them. Uh, I think a good sign for them would be Sam Byron from Leeds personally, but whether that happens is they're, is they're being very, they're very, they're, Leeds are being very um, stingy. They're not letting, they're not letting go anyway. So uh, I don't know, but no, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be yeah, these teams are they're looking good. I'm oh. very much looking forward to seeing Bournemouth in the Premier League. If you hadn't noticed already, yeah. um, they have probably the best English manager, barring Gary Monk, on their books. And um, and Steve McLaren. Coming not. Me and Michael have got a lot to say about Steve McLaren. We'll, we'll, get, we'll, we'll get, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, get there, there eventually. Um, another day, another day. Yeah. Next uh, week. <laughs> for our character assassination. <laughs> <laughs> so I generally do believe though that um, we'll have a really good chance of staying up. And if they do stay up, they can. I I wouldn't put it past them to consolidate. Um, but they've got a little issue with their stadium. They might have to have a crown show with Southampton. Um, news on that is that there is uh, no problem with the low capacity of uh, Dean Court, which I believe is 12,000. No, 12, oh, okay. What the problem is, is um, what, the pro what, what I believe the FA regulations are, is that a stadium needs to be, in terms of um, health, and self, health and safety regulations, for health and safety regulations, the stadium needs to be an all-seat stadium. I believe it is. I think so, yeah. So I think that they have no problem, but there are plans to increase it to an 18,000 seat stadium. All right. Probably by the end of the season. The chairman said it's not because of the jump to Premier League. He's had this in his mind for quite some time. Yeah. Well, so it's, it's great, and so they probably don't have to. Um, They're progressing, aren't they? They are progressing. They don't have to. Start, they don't have to share stadium with clubs. And the, the, the Premier League money won't do them by diapers. No. Of course not. And they've got. They've actually got a, a very rich owner. Um, who yeah. is going to be able to show their financial clout with their 8 million sellers of Tyrone Mings 
and for the fact that they're in the Premier League now, so they can now spend a little bit more because they'll be earning a little bit more. Yeah, it's certainly have a, I'd say a decent sized squad. Yeah, yeah, decent. They have a decent sized squad. Decent. Um, I would like them to shore up certain mid as well a little bit. Um, I'm not sure about Andrew Sermon. He got released at um, Norwich when they got promoted. I I think Harry Arter would would benefit greatly with somebody alongside him who's played in the Premier League before or maybe a loan from a Premier League team or somebody that's played in the Premier League who's not longer playing in the Premier League. Host, you don't mind me asking a question, do you? Sorry? You don't mind me asking a question, do you? No, being my guest. Um, out of the top three, you, out of those three, who do you think is the best equipped to stay up? Best equipped to stay up? Like, who, right now, who, who would you put your money on staying up out of the three? Or if you could... Going to be all I'd, three say it's, it's, I'd say it's going to be a, a very different season for the teams that have been promoted this year or this year coming up than it was last year. I'd say with the players that they have at their disposal, especially Watford and Bournemouth, I say they're the more likely to play certainly more attractive football than the ones that have come up, but also remain vigilant at, um, defensively. So I believe out of Bournemouth and Watford, they'll then they will stay up. With Norwich, however, mm, the jury's out on them. Cameron Jerome was their top goal scorer this year, and we all know Cameron Jerome is no, not sh- or should know where his glass ceiling is, and it's definitely firmly in the championship. In the championship. <laughs> I mean, apart from the goal, the wonder goal we scored w- uh, with Stoke, where he volleyed it from like thirty yards and <laughs> went into the top everybody's corner. Everybody's got one. Every, yeah, everybody's got I one. I was thinking they should go. They should try and have a. Uh, jump in for Charlie Austin. A load of teams are going to go. Yeah, Newcastle trying to get in. West Ham are trying to get in. Oh, he's very smart. I hope he doesn't go for Steve McLaren. But anyway, that's another day, isn't it? Yeah. Our character assassination will come for Steve McLaren. I hope you're, I hope you're listening, mate. <laughs> Coming for you. Probably <laughs> 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 isn't. Yeah. No, well, he might do. You never know. He might, might, might slip on SoundCloud for, for a few minutes. Yeah, I forgot that um, he was having SoundCloud. Yeah. Did you not know? <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I'm not. Okay. Now you do. The more you know, you see. Exactly. It's a great thing, education. Mm. <laughs> okay. Now we're going to um, jump all the way. Jump all the way to the... Some of the way. <laughs> of the way. Okay, they are now in the Premier League. So we're, we're going to jump to Aston Villa. They uh, finished 17th. Minus 26 goal difference. Scored 31. Conceded 57. 38 points. Yeah. That's that's the um, expression I give. No, no Benteke, uh, no win. I give to Villa. For far too long. They, um, there's rumours now going around that Liverpool have, they're trying to get in for 25 million but Villa won't sell unless it's the minimum release fee clause yeah, the technique to Liverpool seems like it's edging closer it is edging as closer, we speak but the fee the fees are the thing because obviously he wants to move to play European football now they are in Europe some form of Europe, Europa League that's a good t- I like the competition Europa League so I'm not going to criticise it but um, I look at the strikers they have so now it will be Sturridge, Benteke, Ings, Balotelli and Lambert. Now, Possibly. Possibly. Now, no one wants to buy Balotelli. No one. Um, this is born Ings. They're not going to start Sturridge. Um, feels like one of them. Lambert. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea what he's doing there. And uh, is there one more I forgot of him? Borini. But, oh, Borini. Ah, oh, no, he's going. He's going to be sold. Part exchange for Benteke? I, I wouldn't take that. I, 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 I wouldn't. I wouldn't take that because he's that Villa team needs a target man with the amount of pace around it, and um, also on the Benteke front, Liverpool need to stay away from target man. <laughs> but um, we'll talk about we'll one talk about no, 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 so you want to go and play European football for Benteke? No, for Benteke, is that the best know. move for you? I think carefully. Now, he's still like every summer we have this whole Benteke thing. Oh, he wants to go and play European football. He ends up staying. If he stays, will Villa do better? If he stays fit, they will do better. I personally believe that. But they still need to show up other places within their team. The defense is very weak. Um, I like the goalkeepers, Brad Cruz and Shaky, but I think they're very good goalkeepers. I like them. Um, the midfield is bit weak as well. Obviously they went to Santo Cleverly on a permanent deal but he chose Everton instead. Um uh, Which I think me. is worrying for, for us Villa. They had the player on their books on the whole year and didn't do enough to Keep warrant him. him to stay despite yeah. the fact they were in the semi final of the FA Cup. But then that's because he I think all of us would say that um, Everton have a better squad 
and more oh, um, more ambitious than Villa. So, um, but no, no, Villa, Villa are going to struggle to attract players because they struggle every year to do well. I mean, the thing is, if they get rid of Benteke, they're getting rid of thirteen goals that he he gave them. I guess during during that brief spell of the season where he left, yeah. his form seems to skyrocket. The closest player to 13 goals for Benteke is Gabriel Agbonahor on six. That's upsetting. See, that's and then the, the, the third highest goal scorer was Tom Cleverley, who we've discussed and said has yeah. gone, gone on a permanent deal to Everton. And that's, see, that's a big issue. As much as they concede goals, they don't have another striker that can score goals. Gabriel Agbonahor as well, well, he's always injured as well, yeah. isn't he? So yeah, very injured. Isn't there an issue with Ron and whether he's going to... It's one of those things where... Um, I think his contract is out um, date now, but uh, he's stuck in limbo because clubs do want him, but clubs are not going in for him. Mm. And I don't think he'd mind staying at Villa, but again, he's more ambitious. How many years are you going to keep staying in a relegation battle? No player wants that. They want to try and compete for higher places, especially. I think he was signed when uh, Martin O'Neill was there when they went through that run when they were like in the top four for that. Four or five months, so he must have seen something good. And to be fair, Villa have a, a history well, back in the day of even ta- um, fighting for the title in like ninety. So it's not that they they don't know how to build a squad, but every year they struggle. And now, if they don't improve this summer, then I'm sorry, but they're not getting saved this year. No, I guess I, I get. I guess it doesn't help when uh, Randy Lerner just doesn't want to give up money he, to, to he, that. He, he wants to sell he's been trying to sell the club yeah. for a long time, time. I but mean but let's look at the players that they bought in I believe they've bought in two players in this current in, in transfer market so far they bought in Scott Sinclair which I believe was yeah, a free he was yeah. there on loan but he bought him for a, on free and they've completed the sign of Nicky Richards I'm that not, is I'm, a good sign no, 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 I'm not convinced I'm sorry this is where we clash I'm not convinced I believe clash away if they play Nico Richards at centre back, I'm just not convinced by him. You're convinced by Nico Richards? I just don't think he's a good defender. I, I, I think he's making a. For the for way he's played his career to where he is now, he's definitely better than their Villa's current club. No, he, he, Regardless of what Nico Richards' career has turned into, he's definitely a massive improvement. He's an improvement. On the Kieran Clarks, the Nathan Bakers, and the Yorez Okorans. He's, he's, improved, he's improved, never really he's, showed their He's potential. an improvement on the defence. But I still don't think it's good enough to actually give them that improvement that they need. That's my personal opinion. I've, me personally, I've never been a big fan of his. I've always heard, well, because he's been raved up in the past as a good defender. And at first, he started showing potential, so I thought. He's always had potential, isn't he? He's, he's, no. Yeah. But well, as soon as Man City got the money, they just never. They bought in Zabaleta, and that was the end of Nicky Richards' career. But I'm, I'm of the firm belief that if you're good enough, you then it. you'll play. They'll okay. give you a reason to. You give them a reason to play, not to bring in I, defenders. They wouldn't have. Obviously, company was an exception. Company is a great defender, world class. They wouldn't have brought all these other defenders if he was good enough, in my opinion. That's why he was similar on loan to Fiorentina. Went to Fiorentina. How many games did he play in Fiorentina? He hardly got a look in the Fiorentina game. Neither did Ashley Cole at Roma. Yeah, but and Ashley, Ashley Cole is a fantastic. Ashley Cole. He's Ashley, probably one of the best left backs of all time. Ashley Cole was that. outperformed by um, oh, what's this guy's name? The left back. The Greek I, one. No, he's the centre back. Malodas. No, no, not the Malodas. Oh, he's Whoever the left back was, I forgot his name, but he outshone him. So there was no way you could drop him, especially he's young, he has the energy to the squad, so that's why he didn't get games. But Nico Richards, I've, me personally, I've just never been convinced. That's that's my personal thing. I've never really been convinced by him. He's got a long way to convince. If he does well for them this season, then great. Because I, do. I don't wish for any player or any club, but I'm just not convinced. I, 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 I think. I think he's a vast improvement on what they've got already. And I think that's, that's all you can do. It's a vast improvement. It's improving what you've got. But that, that, doesn't that just sort of show how poor Villa's team are? Exactly, it's a vast improvement, but how improved... Um, how, how, how much will he improve that team? Yeah, yeah. because he's not better than Ron Vlaar. Ron Vlaar's even. Better than Yorizakore. He's better than Kim Clark. Yorizakore's a number one potential. He just got a, a, serious, Akure, he got a never, serious injury. And then he never really fulfilled his, uh, his potential. Exactly. That's another... That's, that's how I feel about Mike Richards. So let's talk about the players that they've just gotten rid of as well. They've gotten rid of Darren Bent, they released him. Got rid of Matthew Lowton to Burnley on this goes fee. Ender Stevens, yeah. who's released. Ender Stevens, yeah. midfielder. Midfielder, okay. And they've also got rid of uh, Andreas Weidman. 
I mean, I'm, I'm which I think we should we He's could all hear me. we could all hear say that that is a bad move. And uh, Yakuba Silla. He's going to stab him. Oh, well, I didn't know that. Okay. Well, you know, um, Carlos Sanchez, I think, was a good signing, so I don't think they'll miss Silla too much. Um, the Darren Bent thing, I don't, know what he, I don't know what he did. It just well, never happened. Because he's the signing for, he's the representative for 16 yeah, million. 16 million. Mm-hmm. And he started off very well. And then, I don't know what happened. I don't know, because, I don't know what magic he found. Who, who, who did he sign with? Who did he sign with? Oh, no, signed him. And he he kicked off very well because he's before that he, was, he had a great run at um, Sunderland, so he kicked off and like, he scored quite a, lot, a few goals. I was thinking, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be signing. And then I don't know, and to be honest, I don't think it's a case of he drops from because he, he he just got dropped from the team. I can't remember if it was when Martin Neal got sacked and then new manager came and just didn't fancy him to release your 16 million signing. I mean, at the end of the day, he's been there for a number of years, so it happens. It's I mean, that's the kind of loss that's gonna make Randy Lerner want to sell the club. He's a goal scorer. Whoever he goes, he scores goals. So he would have been a decent second choice, in my opinion. Andrew Weidman, I don't think they should have lost him. He, he's not the greatest player, but he scores important goals in important matches. Exactly. Yeah. He's got a, he's got a bit of pace about him. He's got a good sort of good movement. There was I a like period. His movement. There was a period where him and Bobo Obateke just ran riot. But yeah, the game, the game against Man City when they beat them two one, they they were absolutely fantastic. He's he's a player that. I love his off-ball movement. He's got a decent technique. And he's, he's, he's got a footballing brain. That's what I like about him. When I watch him, when I watch him on the pitch, it's like I like, um, for example, like I like Liam Britton. Liam Britton is a very underrated player that has a great footballing brain. I he think was the better one of him with the Allen partnership. We've always said that. Yeah. Now, that's why, that's how I feel about Andrew's Weidman. So, uh, I, I don't agree with the move. I don't. I don't. Well, um, it'll be interesting to see how Tim Sherwood spends any money. Um, well, Indeed, and Villa, according to some rooms have agreed, for a fee of nine million for Lille midfielder Idrissa Gaye. Nice. Nine million. Okay. Nah, that's, that's a nice signing. I like that. Villa have also had a, have a, had a bid rejected for Asmir Begovic, even though he's. There was Chelsea, actually. He's on Chelsea's seat. He seems to be um, hijacking that deal at the moment. Chelsea are always the Has, has Tim Show got the right idea? No. Why not? Why not? Because of the people that he sold. <laughs> no, no. Then again, also, do those play, it's, 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 a, it's a problem I feel like because those players they sold probably just didn't want to stand up. Another thing, another thing with, with Tim Sherwood, I'm, I'm, I'm not convinced with him as we a We know you're not his biggest fan. I'm not. We know from the last episode as well. I'm, I'm, I just, I, I believe that Tim Sherwood flatters to deceive you and I think this is the year he becomes unstuck. And, um, has, has he had the full season before? He's not had a full season. No. This will be the season. This will be this the will season. season. I'll judge him because I liked what he did at Tottenham for the few months he was there. Yeah. I, I liked what he did at Tottenham. He rejuvenated Adebayo, who is, you know, a bit of a problem. Michael. I mean, Michael, because of this family. Michael, Michael. What? What Sherwood did was play the players that AVB pissed off. That's what he did. No, he did. Well, no, 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 he did. But let's not underestimate how well he did for the, in that period of time. He had a good run. He eventually got sacked, obviously, because um, the owners didn't want him as you know the manager going forward. But he had a good run. I don't want to judge him on a full season. I'm not going to judge him on yeah. a half season, twice. I want to see him in a full season. If he had a full season, he's done awful. Then he deserves <laughs> But if he does well for Villa this season, the coming up coming up season, then. You never know. Yeah, um, I, I never know. I, 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 I'm not going to give him a full judgment until I see him in a full complete. Certainly, season. the person seen, um, seen season, film. 20% season for uh, Aston Villa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> jumped to a team that even had, had an even more depressed season, even though they finished above Villa. That's Sunderland. Um, they're a funny team. It's, it's, it's a northeast problem, isn't it? The, it's the a two really northeast teams don't never do well now. They're <laughs> a really, really funny team. I mean, let's let's go this. Let's go to the league. Um, they finished 16th, 38 points or so. Talk about the goal scorers, this will be fun. Minus 22 goals, no goal difference, yeah, goal difference. 53 against, 31 scored. They've scored less, less t- goals than games. They have, that's pathetic. Even more pathetic is their goal scoring record. They got their goal scorers, Stephen Fletcher, five, Connor Wickham, five, Adam Johnson, four, Julie Gomez, four, Jermaine Defoe, for Patrick Van Hanholt on the assist tally, five Sib Larson with three on that assist tally. Tell me one thing, one thing. I'm disappointed with Seb Larson's assist with the with the dead ball quality that he's got. You know, 
yeah. Yes, but how many players are going to get fouled? That, no, that, no. At, at the same time, in maybe you could create a lot of chances, but the the guys were facing those chances, yeah. judging by the world class five goals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Plus, how many um, players would you say can get fouled in the second areas where his dead ball sp- specialist uh, nature would allow him to create assists from set pieces? No, I don't. I don't remember the last time Sunderland had a player that created something out of nothing. Yeah. At all, I can't. I can't remember. I'll go. Th- I'll go. I'll get back to you on that. Because, uh, I mean, you know, yeah, they've they've brought in Dick Advocat. Good move, and then he's obviously kept them up. They had to beg him to. Um, you Would you say Adam Johnson's that type of player? No. That's the closest thing that they've got to a closest thing, but no. He <laughs> was the closest thing they had when he was at City. He's a good. That's because he hit the players they had at City. He's a good player, but they, 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 he, he no, they need to improve big time. They need to improve big time. Um, no, they they brought in Dick Advocat. He done a great job for them, kept them up, and then um, now he's gonna. He's fuck off at the end of the season because his wife told him so. Yeah, he they've given him one more. He said, he said yeah, I'll give you one more year. Yeah, because they begged him pretty much. They got a nice Utah for them. So I mean, he's a smart manager. I like, I like him. He's always had um, a good um, philosophy about him, and um, he makes good signings from what I've seen back in the day. He's more of an international manager, but his club record isn't too bad either. I mean, for the past few seasons, haven't Sunderland always done what they've done this year as well, where they they sack, sack their manager, sack their manager yeah. with a few games left, yeah, and out of nowhere or somewhere they stay up. They stay up. They, they, they. If it wasn't for that, they'd be like Westbrook when they used to do that yo-yo rubbish of go up, stay down, go up, go up. I mean, what is it with the mentality of these players? What the, the team's just—they're not good enough. Every year, they're, they're just not good enough. The players. Are not well, they—they're clearly good enough to stay up in the Premier League because they've been doing it for yeah, this, yeah, this long. It's, it's one of those things where it's that new manager thing. I said this thing about um, if you uh, if you like to go back to um, Neil Lennon, Drain Bolton, Bolton being poor. And then New London joined them. Suddenly, they play like they're the best team in the championship. It happens every year with Sunderland. And you know, the Canyon came in. He saved them. He done a great job in that half season. And he saved, and kept them up. They're like, oh, okay, maybe they'll start doing something. And then look what happened there. Um, year before that, whoever that was, same thing. Gus Boyer came in. Gus Boyer. He was after. He, he was, was after the Canyon. Yeah. See, he had a great half season as well, or third last quarter of the season, done well. Then. Where Peshit again for Sunderland. Another issue for me with Sunderland is their signings, there's something about their team that is just so incohesive with the fact that they've had so many different managers over a short period of time. You can see a bit of Gus Point in there, you can still see a bit of Roy Keane in there, you can, you can see a bit of Dick Epicart in there, you, but there isn't, there, there, there isn't the collective force that you can't, like, I can't tell you. Sudden best eleven. I no, can't. I couldn't. I couldn't ever. <laughs> I couldn't ever. Apart from maybe Costa Pantilimon and Stephen Fletcher. I mean, there, there's something about Sudden to me that I feel if they go down, it'll be disastrous. If they they feel like to me a team if they go down, they'll keep on going down. I don't know why, but that's how I feel about Sudden. They, they just don't seem very steady. They seem like they're always just out of the way of complete disaster. They're just escaping. It's weird considering their status in English, English football, their, st- their stadium capacity. The stadium line is probably one of the biggest stadiums. They don't feel like football though, <laughs> so they've, they've got to turn they've up. They've got like a infrastructure about them. Yeah. So like, you know, you, if, you, if you're a player and you're looking around their facilities and all that, you're like, you know what, these are actually good facilities. We could do something here. You know, I, I just want to see, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I hope the Africa does well for them because you know, uh, how many times can, you know, I, I, I'm going to go to the fans, how many times can the fans suffer every year? Yeah. How many is them now? It's ridiculous. It's, like, it's actually a problem in the North East, Newcastle having that same problem. Yeah. That, that, that area must be so depressed on in terms of football right now. I mean, we sound depressed just talking about them. Imagine what the fans are going to Let's go to the transfers. They bought in Sebastian Coates from Liverpool, an undisclosed fee. Rumours are that they're keeping an eye on Stuart Downing. Got rid of El Hajiba, El Hajiba for uh, undisclosed fee to Charlton. But apart from that, I've just there's heard, just nothing in the water. I've like just that. heard, just heard that uh, they're in talks with Belgium centre back Nicholas Lomberts. That would be a good signing. 
See, that's that's the other cat using his um connects. His connects. See, that's what. That's if that connects. is connects. <laughs> I mean, if you look at look at Dick Gregory, Jermaine Defoe is his first signing. He means business. He means business. He means business, but he's only got one year left. Yeah. Well, this could be, he could be just, his plan could be to just bring in a good amount of players to build a squad that will probably may have helped them finish mid-table. So that whoever the next manager is. leave a legacy. That's what that's that's his plan. It's, it's a year, but yeah, I guess some sort of. A mini legacy. Yeah, <laughs> some sort yeah, something like that. Just to, because obviously the worst thing you could do is again keep just just bark kicking them up or get them relegated, and then whoever the next manager is is gonna have to pick up the mess again. But that's how it goes every year with something in the football club. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Like um, so make the first goals will keep him in the Premier League. Though. If he gets squad, if he gets service, if he gets service, he scored four when he when he when he become in January. January, late January, late, very late January. Oh, January. Uh, the four, uh, the the four, the four I've seen. If he signed in for a club in January, he would have scored at least 10. No service, my opinion. When, when, he, went, when he joined Tottenham back from Portsmouth, he scored 12. Jermaine Defoe knows where the goal is, and I think he's the reason why they've got... This is probably their best chance to, to sort of... Lombard is a good start. That's yeah. promising. I hear that, I'm like, okay. Lombard... I'm not convinced about Coates. I'm really not. Van um, Aanhal is good. Coates, maybe not so much. Wes Brown, John O'Shea, very error-prone, but they're a lot of experience yeah and if they are to get Lombards there's a lot of experience defender but they're, they're lacking pace they them. seem to be set, um, showing up and that's the only position they want to I, I just don't think Dick Applecat has any faith with O'Shea or West Brown especially oh, after well, the season that they oh, had last year oh mate well yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah yeah. I'm, I'm still tra- I'm still quite traumatised by um, West Brown's performance against Arsenal at the Stadium of Life he's, yeah. got, he's got a Champions League medal you know he's got two Champions League medals West Brown he, he he seemed to like want to pass it to Alexis Sanchez twice, and then um like you know it was just depressing. If, if you defend like that next season, you're gone. You are gone because he's been on holiday since he left the, today. The though. Premier League gets more difficult every single year, and this year is looking extremely mm. tough. You look at especially if these teams that are being linked to certain players sign their players. Example, um, Palace with Kabaye. Example, that's a, a rumor. They, all these teams signing players are Sunderland not signing players the lower to mid table teams are really doing their best to improve so you've got the teams that are in a relegation battle really need to get their wits about it because they could be really left behind by the pack if, I was, if, I'm, if I'm Sunderland and Newcastle the two, those two North East clubs if I'm them I'd be extremely worried extremely but Sunderland if um, this manager uses his uh, collections very well and he gets some good players could be something different. Yeah, yeah. The managers using connections is something that they no manager really hides behind. Could they use their connections to the teams that went down? Say because there's a lot of untapped Premier League potential in in teams like Hull, in team in in QPR, and definitely in Burnley. Especially Liverpool want to tap the potential with uh, yeah. QPR. Charlie Austin, um, he seems like he's. He, I don't think he wants to remain in the. Wants to go down <laughs> with QPR. QPR went to Spurs, didn't he? Oh, yeah, you should have You know what? They should, um, they need help in defence. I think they should go for, um, Andrew Robertson from Hull. James Chester as well from Hull is pretty good. James Chester. Those, those two are, I mean, I like, I like Robertson more than anything. He's a great left back. Let's look at the players that they could potentially get. If you want to show up defence, yes, he has two relegations on his, on his belt. But Stephen Corker, if he has the right manager, I believe he could be He's a, right a, now, a, a he's good. Right to the season. Right now, yeah. right now, he's looking like another, um, Fender that has potential, but he's flattered to deceive so no, many. I people. think he, I still think he's good, has potential to be a very good defender. I'm not gonna say great, I mean, nobody would go that far, but he's got, um, he's got, he's still got a lot to improve on. Yeah, the thing is, when AV, when AVB sold him at Spurs, Spurs weren't in the best situation defensively. It makes me feel like he knew something about Stephen Coker which is now being vindicated because he's two relegations on his belt. I believe he flatters to deceive a lot of people. Yeah, he, he, came, he came into Cardiff with the, with the idea of just needing game time to show everybody how good a defender he was. Didn't really do as well as everybody thought. Went to QPR. Under tutorship of Rio Ferdinand where he was finest defenders. Didn't really do anything as well. There's something about Stephen Cook who I, 
I just don't want to be so convinced by it. You're right, you're right about the ADB thing because he sold it very, very easy to yeah. come. Very easy. Yeah. He didn't even bat an eyelid. He just said, yep, 7 million. Yeah. I think maybe this like see something that he said that, you know, this guy's actually knows good. And then again, it could be just a whole overrated and other English talent. Maybe. Yeah, maybe that's Possibly. what's happening. Maybe. Maybe that is what's happening. Also, you've got to be careful about fighting defenders from other relegated teams because you need to, sh- you have to have solid defenders to stay in the league. It's got, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yes. I, I never understand that mindset of, you know what, they're relegated, so let me sign their player that. It's a bit... Yeah, I think you're, you're better off signing players further up the pitch mm. uh, for relegated teams because Gaston, uh, yeah, Gaston Ramirez, Ramirez Patton Ben Arthur, Abel Hernandez, uh, he's gone to France. Yeah, that's Okay, so he's off the list. Uh, Abel Hernandez, this is different guns. Yeah, Abel Hernandez was a fairly good, was a sadly good defender from the very start. Sam Volks, I guess, but he injury kind of uh, ruined his season, um, so we we still don't know his, um, how good he he's, he's, he's Burnley striker, isn't he? Yeah, yeah Burnley. Yeah, he, he just stayed there because he, he was this Star, Burnley, Burnley won't lose many players. They'll lose probably Ings and Trippier, and probably that's it. Possibly Tommy Heaton, tell me, possibly Tommy Heaton, the goalkeeper. But other than that, I really don't see him losing many players. Um, but I think the the the, the, the golden ticket is, is clearly Charlie Austin. Yeah. Um, I think that's that's the person who's going to be what the most sought after striker. Scoring 15 goals at QPR is is a fantastic, fantastic achievement. With uh, Shumai Phillips going on? Oh, let's see. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I do not want to talk about Shumai Phillips. Don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. Oh, I sure. do not want to talk about him. Okay, let's not talk about Shumai Phillips. Um, oh, now we're going to introduce a new segment to uh, the uh, Freeman Field podcast. And uh, because Darren is... Uh, one of the hosts, not the only host that uses a wheelchair all the time. We can <laughs> all introduce the time. Yeah. All, all the time, time. Yeah. As opposed to that half of the time. Yeah, yeah. He's just lazy, yeah. I guess. Now, we introduced a new segment. It's gonna call, we, we call it Transfer Deals on Wheels. Um, it, it, what happens with Transfer Deals on Wheels? Every week we uh, get a list of players that have transferred to different clubs and uh, weigh them up against each other to see which team got the better deal and who will uh, introduce... Who who be the biggest transfer for that team in, in, in this week? So, Zidane, we head off to you. Right, so this is the first transfer deals on wheels. Not quite sure how I feel about that. You know, yeah, you are, this is our, it's our friendship, so <laughs> you, you like it. Uh, <laughs> that's why you're laughing. Exactly. There you okay, go. Right, I'm gonna try to I'm going to start with um, probably the, the least known signings going upwards. Okay. Um, so, Eder has gone from Braga to Swansea City. Um, <laughs> Michael's very happy about that. He is. Um, Quartes, who we've just mentioned. Vitaly Vidra, who we've also mentioned. Um, Danny Ings has gone to Liverpool, who we've also mentioned as well. James Milner has gone to Liverpool. Liverpool is doing a lot in the English market. We've also bought Nathaniel Klein um, from Southampton. And stealing Southampton players seem to be like a yearly thing for the at the moment. But this one, I think, is a very good signing, personally. Um, Tom Cleverley from United to Everton has happened. Um, Everton can also say hello to Gerard De La Feu again, who they've got for an absolute snippet of his, um, of his, price. Of his ability yeah. and his potential price when Barcelona actually thought they won him again in about five, six years' time. Um, don't wait to return home. Yeah, but uh, I'd say the marquee signing of this, other than obviously Sylvan Distan to um, Bournemouth, is um, Peter Cech to Arsenal. See, when it comes to when it comes to transfer deals and awards, we don't want to um, we don't want to talk about just we don't want to awards um, the best signing of the week to uh, big name players. Unfortunately for this week. It's just, it just has, has to, to go to, just has to go to Czech to yeah. Arsenal. You know what? That's why Mourinho didn't want to sell Czech to Arsenal because he knows Czech is going to make them title contenders. Just like that. And I say that because I people understand This is the how closest Arsenal, Arsenal has been for a long listen, time. People are like, oh yeah, but they still need they still need to improve one or two areas. But, 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 look at the run they went on in 2015. And I look at that and I'm like, so obviously Arsenal have it within them to mount that title. The first half of the season, they were a bit up and down. It seems to be the, um, yeah. <laughs> the, 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 but, the you know, stock form. I think they need, because I like, you know, I like Giroud. 
he's got, he's for a top winner striker. His goal return is very good. I think that's yeah. what Arsenal fans need to remember. For somebody yeah. of that price, they've got a fantastic striker. Yes, but that's signing King years ago. We're talking about the time yeah. right now. Then he's one. Then he one. In my, my opinion, my opinion. I know some people disagree. Some people disagree. My opinion. One more striker, just to add to Giroud. Um, uh, defensive midfielder to add to Cochrane. And you know what? I said two, maybe a left back because Gibbs clearly is not to the job. I'm going to cement that claim. Definitely, we need to. We ask me to buy a, a left back because uh, once you get uh, peaked by uh, Nacho Monreal, you, you you know you're in you're in dire trouble in that position. Um, and going back to Czech signing, um, like Ferguson, that was, um, we're talking about Peter Schmeichel was saying that a good goalkeeper can bring you. 15 points. Yeah, and it's the exact, exact same thing John Terry said when he knew that Vidal was about to go through. He said he's going to get them an extra 12 to 15 points. They're worried. They did not want him to go to anywhere but Arsenal was probably in, it was going through their mind. And if you read the, uh, if you read what Chet's been saying, he said that only uh, when he first um, heard about, well, not first heard about England, but first wanted to come to England, his, he was a few, he was a work permit away from San for Arsenal. Yeah. Imagine if that was the case, how, how history would have been changed. I do that believe that Peter Cech doesn't, doesn't regret going to Chelsea. When no, 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 doesn't regret it, but he's saying, because he really come out and said that he actually, he's always admired Arsene Wenger, he's always done that. But obviously he didn't reject, because obviously at Chelsea, look at the success he had. Yeah. So it turned out very great for him. But there was no, I mean, it's a, it's a perfect move for him. He's at a club where he's definitely going to start. He doesn't have to move his family. He's really settled. Yeah, I think that was a big thing for him. You know, he's getting he's getting money that comfortably again. You know, it's everything that he wants. He's going to get. So it's a perfect move. And he's at a club where where people say, "Oh, they finished full for Real," but Arsenal are ambitious. Arsenal are not uh, an ambitious club. They are, they have a lot of ambition. They won two FA Cups in the belt now. They want the title. So now they're signing players that will make that statement. Özil first, Alexis. After check now, Arsenal are making that progression. There is definitely something happening yeah. that's good for Arsenal. I'm looking at their team and I'm like, you know what? The quality is there to win a to chat, not a serious challenge for the title. So if Arsenal were to, to, to win the title this season, I would be like, you know what? Yeah, I'm not surprised. So um, a couple of transfers that we also have to mention: uh, Pedro Obiang West Ham. to West Ham, who. <laughs> Must have having a really good window. Obiang, Obiang, and um, they've, they've also re-signed Cresswell on a five-year contract. Yeah, contract. Brilliant. It was fantastic for them last year. Brilliant. So they're they're really going going around the white way, and they've been linked with um, Alexander Dragovic from um, Dino, who is also a very very good defender, very young defender, twenty-three, and um, if he is to sign with West Ham. Alongside Winston Reid, very formidable partnership. They're also trying to get Kyle Jenkinson and Alex Song on permanent deals. Um, West Ham are looking like they're on their way to really pushing towards getting the top eight team. Dimitri Payet. And they've also signed Dimitri Payet from Marseille. So who, who was, I think, just behind, if I'm, if I'm, no, he was, yeah, he beat Ronaldo in assists. He was just behind, one behind Messi and uh, just behind two more players in terms of assists. And he now plays for West Ham so United. They've added quality to bring goals or to help assist goals for people yeah. like Sacco. And, and Valencia. And Valencia. So, no, you're West Ham are looking very good. It yeah. seems like a very good transfer in for West Ham. Yeah, I think, I think the fight for uh, European League sports is about to come very, very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Indeed. Well, even though that uh, last last gasp at um, West Ham during the, first fi- the, the final minutes of the podcast was there. I believe that the agreed uh, transfer deal, deals and wheels uh, signing of the week was yeah, Peter Cech. Really, it had easily, to be. It easily, had to be. Yeah. Easily, easily. And that is the case. That's fine. That was our first segment for uh, transfer deals and wheels. And it was the last segment in... <laughs> I love that. Dude. You love that name. And the last segment in this episode of the podcast. Uh, podcast, the Freeman Phil podcast, of course. I am one of your hosts, Cahill. Darren is there, as is Michael. Yeah. Where can you find us? SoundCloud. You can find us on SoundCloud, indeed. No location. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on SoundCloud. I would like to give you the, the address, but I can't remember it because it's not even free in midfield podcast. It's free in midfield. Free in midfield, actually. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll find it for you now. Wait, what? 
Yeah, it's, it's really ridiculous. I don't know why some Yeah, Yeah, basically what happened is he tried to advertise it. I did a typo in the URL. I didn't do a typo, my friend. Thank you very much. Okay, so what you, what you need to do is uh, go to soundcloud.com slash H-R-E-E in I-N-I-D-F-I-E-L-D. Seriously, is there no way we can change this? I'm going to try my best to try and change it. That's brilliant. You can also find us on Twitter. I am the C underscore Maxim 33. Darren is at Asante. Darren. I'm private though, so, you know, don't be a dick. You can still follow him. You can follow him. He has to apparently approve it. Yeah. Yeah. He's prestige, isn't he? Well, well, we're working on getting a Twitter account for our uh, podcast, which I will be running, so we'll still be in contact. And of course, we did discuss this. I know, right? Mm-hmm. Michael, Michael <laughs> is at uh, Michael Kojo Ose yeah. on Twitter, M I C A L E, M I C H A E L. Yeah. Oh, awkward. How long have you known him? Shut up. <laughs> M I C H A L E. No, no, A E L. What are you trying to do to me, man? Oh, my days. Do you right. think? Do you think? Michael Kojo-Ossi. Follow me on Twitter. Thank you very much for listening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Freeman Book Podcast. Goodbye. See ya.